between laughter and tears would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country, whose lands we proudly live and work on. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. For the gaming headphones. <laughs> she looked like a real gamer. <laughs> Selling Dobby. Dobby, it's precious, you dickhead. Oh, precious. <laughs> <laughs> she just... <laughs> it's oh. Precious. Precious. <laughs> that's from The Hobbit. Yeah, that's not its actual name, but that's like oh, his one-liner. Precious. Yeah, that was freaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Dobby is Dobby, do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dobby is free elf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Um, I tried to do a Harry Potter reference in front of the Harry Potter queen herself. Yeah, come on now. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome back to Between Laughter and Tears. I'm Mon. And I'm Tish. And this week we are crying about the art of letting go. We are. We're going to predominantly focus on relationships in this episode, not just our partners. We're talking about family, friendships, our partners, self, workplace and career. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the process of letting go and sort of what it looks like start to finish and everything in between. We are splitting this episode up into three sort of segments. So we're going to talk about the process and then we're going to talk about what it actually looks like in different aspects of your life. So the different sort of relationships from friends, family, partners, ourselves in our workplace. And then we're going to jump into the concept of closure and the sort of post letting go, feel to heal and the sort of spiritual side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Bing bong announcement. (laughs) We can't laugh. We have actually ended up splitting this episode into two parts Due to us not realising how much we had to talk about. We just went ham. We went a little bit ham. We went a little bit cray cray. So yeah, it's only two parts. But that third part, don't worry. We are still going to talk about the whole spiritual side and the concept of closure. But we're going to do a part two. That way we have a chance to not rush and not kind of miss anything. We have so much to talk about and we don't want to rush over anything or like skip any points. So we're going to split it up into two parts. So... This episode is this week and then we're going to shoot the spiritual part for next week's episode. Yep. Yeah. But hope you guys enjoy anyway. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. I was in the car and I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how to know when to let go and what yeah. does it look like? And I was like, oh my God, what does that look like? What and does it look how like? do you know? Because as a young adult... It's really, it's actually really hard to to know. Exactly. And it's daunting because you don't want to be alone in a sense. Exactly. Because letting go means for a period of time that you might be alone. Yeah. Or you, yeah, you might be without something. Yeah. Without that familiarity, without that, that comfort, I guess. Yeah. Letting go can be so, it is so complex. Like letting go can be as simple as letting go of stuff in your wardrobe that you've been holding on to. It just is is so complex but it's it's hard to navigate and it's we want to help share our sort of perspective on it. We've been planning this episode pretty pretty heavily because we know how complex it is. But yeah. yeah. But first we have to do our mental health check in. We of course. do yes. <laughs> um, before we get carried away with that. Yeah. Um, we do yeah. our mental health. We want you to check in on your mates, on your homies. Yes. I posted on social media when was the last like have you checked on your homies? The little duck meme. Yeah, the yeah. duck meme because so true. I some it even reminded me when I saw that. I was like, Oh, I haven't really checked on on my kind of close friend circle in a while. So yeah. Send, you know, send a little message, a phone call, a knock on the door. How mm-hmm. you doing, bro? Like, it helps. It makes a world of difference. It really does. Speaking does. of, Monet, yeah. how are we today? We're doing pretty good today. Yeah, very, very good. Very much more clear-headed and sort of grounded than I was in last week's episode. But we've done a, a few things this week to sort of ground and center ourselves so it's been really nice we had a pretty wholesome weekend just past it's monday today so yeah it's yeah. good um head noise rating probably about a, 
one right now. Not much going on in the head right now. It was a bit high today. I don't know. We just had a bit of a hectic weekend as well. Like, I don't know, it was wholesome, but also a bit eventful. But it was good, feeling all right. Mm. Yeah, how are you? Must say, that's a big difference from last week because last week yeah. you had hectic head noise. Oh, God, yeah. And I just was... real down in the dumps. And now mm-hmm. it that just shows people that it does get better. Yeah. Time heals all, you know. And focusing on yourself and doing yep. things to recenter yourself and reground yourself and sort of bring yourself back to be like reality. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. As for me, I am doing pretty well. I've freaking hormones today woo especially yeah but I feel like I've hit the next level I feel like I feel like I've leveled up in a sense of where I want to go like mindset wise and knowledge wise I've definitely noticed I've been taking on a lot more information and mm. I've been finding all these resources lately yeah, we've been going on deep dives that's oh, for yeah. sure we've kind of been quiet on our socials a little bit that's partly my my doing. I've been in a bit of ADHD burnout, I would say, and Tisha's been pretty overwhelmed with like a lot too. But Just a lot, yeah. But I definitely feel I feel really regrounded today yeah. and recentered myself and just got back to being me. Yeah, so, I feel me. Mm. Yeah, I feel, I feel like me you. again. Yeah. It's nice. It's a good feeling. And head noise is pretty low as well. One, you know, a couple thoughts here and there, but nothing crazy. Yeah. I also <laughs> had a um, psychiatrist appointment today. So yeah, I, haven't right. se- I haven't been to her for six months. I go every six months to get a new script for my medication. But, yeah, that went really well. It was good to see her. She was really excited for, my, for me to go on my trip. And then I told her all about my trip and told her all about my plans coming up and sort of what my life looks like now because so much has happened in the past six months but yeah. it was actually really good huge change in six months huge change in, I haven't seen yeah. it in six months and so much has changed in my life yeah when we started this she's like wow <laughs> <laughs> so we've kind of used relationships as an overarching theme for this episode As we said before, we're going to focus on family, friends, self, partners, work slash career because me and Mon have definitely had experiences in all those kind of aspects. So we just wanted to really focus in on those. We're going to now talk about the process. We've kind of done structured like a beginning, middle and end phase. Letting go is a it can be a very lengthy and long process yeah and it doesn't look the same for everything exactly or everyone yeah and it's pretty complex but we've sort of written down a basic sort of what we think the process of letting go looks like from like from our beginning to end yeah and from our experiences and kind of things that we've picked up on over the time of going through different stages of letting go yeah and when we say letting go we mean things that are no longer serve you and don't add value to your life. It can sometimes be hard and confronting to be like, well, you no longer serve my higher purpose and you don't add value to my life, so why am I holding on? Yeah, and it could be someone that's been in your life for your whole life. Exactly. And it's all you know, but you're like, well, this person or this thing is not adding any value to my life, so I have to let go. Exactly. It's stinting your growth at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about beginning, middle and end phase. I'll get Mon to start off with the beginning phase. So the beginning phases of letting go, what we believe it to be is is that it stems from emotions before you have a reaction. So you start to feel something, you start to feel a certain way. You might not know what it is yet, but you... Like something, something's like brewing. Something's up. brewing, in, but stems from an emotion before you have a reaction, and then you sort of recognize patterns of old or learned behaviors for, of yourself or other people in the situation. Yeah, and then you sort of link it back to previous experiences from past events within the particular relationship or situation that you're in, or. Um, from situations or relationships that you've been in previously that you can sort of link to this one that you're currently experiencing. Yeah. And like you you can sort of recognise that it's these beginning stages, these beginning emotions, these behaviours and patterns are sort of like a reoccurring pattern or a 
something that's already happened from a previous experience and you can that's how you start to sort of recognize that something's not right yeah yeah exactly so for example in friendships and relationships if you have previously say set a boundary or something and that has been overstepped and you're kind of like okay well I've set this boundary here for a reason to you know protect yourself protect your peace and they've over overstepped it you've already had the discussion and then it happens again yeah and then it happens again and again and again so that reoccurring pattern that reoccurring behavior that you've already addressed or you might not have even addressed yet but you feel that uncomfortable it makes feeling. you feel something yeah that emotion yeah. that comes up whether it's anger sadness whether it's um anxiety anxiety yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks different in every situation. For example, like workplaces looks a little different. It could be particular people at the workplace that make mm. you feel a certain way or it could be the environment itself. Yeah, it when could you, be like you're getting ready for work and you feel a certain way. Exactly. Or you're like you're driving to work or you walk into work and you feel a certain way. Yeah. Well, that's how it was for me at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah same here. It was always that you could have anxiety getting ready for work you Mm. could have that dread that you know yeah just because it's the the environment you're going to exactly and I feel like people have this misconception of oh yeah no one likes work bullshit if you do something that you love Mm -hmm. you will like what you're doing you will like your work get up and go every day exactly you'll want to get up you'll feel energized like work should make you feel energized it should make you feel good should give you that purpose that drive yeah but sometimes you're in those Toxic and toxic environments, or just environments that are not meant for you, or and not, not fulfilling you. Exactly, mm-hmm. it can just be draining, and you can and you can be you can be draining yourself more going to this place than it would be to put in the effort to go find something that fulfills you more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Tish, do you want to sort of yeah. take us through the middle phase? So we've gone to the middle phase. So. You feel, for example, the emotions, you're feeling a bit stuck or stagnant, Mm -hmm. feeling lost and you start to, this is where it gets tricky. So initially we recognize kind of, okay, there is an emotion here. Mm -hmm. Why is this brewing up? But sometimes we can normalize the behavior. We can normalize the pattern and we just go, oh, well, that's how they're acting or that's how I feel. Well, that's just normal. Yeah. But. It's not. <laughs> sort of start to accept that behaviour or you can but, I mean, some people might not but I don't know, it's pretty common for people to just be like, okay, yeah, that's that's what it is now. Yeah, it's just changed. it is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, you get stuck in kind of that repetitive cycle and like Mon said, you could begin to accept the behaviour. No change is kind of happening. You begin to maybe question actions or behaviour of the environment, of the place, of the people then you can start to begin to seek advice Mm -hmm. because once we feel those certain emotions over and over again, we go, okay, surely someone else has been through the same thing or surely I feel like – because you start to think I'm going crazy. Yeah, you might not even be seeking advice. You might just be seeking validation validation, or like comfort and you reaching out to your friends or family about a certain situation. Yeah, That's you being like acknowledging something's like – you don't feel right about something yeah. and you want some help. This is where it can get tricky because you start to question yourself as well. Is it something that you can change or fix? Because it's easier to try to fix or correct yourself as it, as it's within your control. Yeah. But with the other personal place, their behaviour or the situation you're in, it's not in your control. So this is hard because at the end of the day, it is easier to correct ourselves because yeah. that we are in control of what we do. But this can also sometimes lead into the trap of people-pleasing yeah. because we can fix ourselves in a sense and we can correct our own behaviour. We can then correct our own behaviour to please the other person because no change is coming from them. Yeah, and even if you've sort of acknowledged it with the person or acknowledged that something's not okay and then they don't change and then you're like, oh, it's easier to just for me to change what I'm doing for, than for me to either let go of them or kick them out of my life yep. or change them. Exactly. So we kind of settle and I've definitely fallen in that trap of settling for changing myself. Yeah. And like, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, but then we sort of, this is where it sort of 
goes into the end phase where some people can get stuck in a loop. <laughs> yeah, some see with the with the letting go. Letting go can be a life lesson. Mm-hmm. We can let go of many things in our lifetimes, but there can be certain things where we can really get stuck in, and that could be career and workplace. I think that definitely for a lot of adults. Mm. they get stuck in workplaces yeah, and they feel, they feel like they owe it to them they feel, they feel like they are being relied upon exactly yeah you're a number yeah. we me and mon have really like seriously you're a number at the end of the day at in the end, in those big corps in those big big companies big companies those doors will still open whether you show up or not exactly mm-hmm. everything's still gonna run they're gonna fill the position it's a hard it's a hard... It's a hard pill to swallow. Pill to swallow it that really one. It really is. Because, like, I know I've been in places where I'm like, oh, they... Like, I feel like they're going to shut down without me. I feel like, you know, the the team yeah. needs me. No. Like, yes, there is a... You are a part of a team. Mm. And you do bring you do bring value. But at the end of the day, that if you are not there, they aren't going to shut down. They're going to replace you. They're going to replace you. Anyway... The end phase sort of starts with the realisation the realization that something needs to change. Um, you sort of link everything together and, and link the emotions and link the feeling of being lost and being like stagnant. You're like, oh, something needs to change here because I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling like myself or I'm not feeling like I'm getting anything out of this. Um, and then you sort of make that realisation and then put a plan into place and sort of figure out what that plan is going to look like and and sort of what you have to do, the steps you have to take. And then new possibly new opportunities could start to arise depending on what situation you're in. Definitely. I feel like with work that that's pretty common. Yeah. New, new opportunities could arise. Same with like friendships and relationships. Just quickly dipping over to the spiritual side. The yeah. universe will plant seeds around you when you start to let go. Yeah. For example, relationships. You could be out with your partner who, you know, you're having certain emotions about you thinking about, I'm going to leave, I need to let go. You're in that repetitive cycle. And then all of a sudden you could see or you could run into or you could hear from a friend about this amazing relationship and mm-hmm. where she found this guy or this girl or the yeah, awesome date that she went little. on or the awesome experience or the self-healing that she's gone through and the journey she has gone through or him or her on the discovery of self-growth. Like yeah. you, he- you hear about all these things and you're like start to question. Oh, yeah, these seeds get planted. These and seeds like, get planted everywhere. I wonder if I could go on a self-growth journey and yeah. if I could have that relationship because if you start to qu- – if you're in a relationship and you're questioning – of envisioning your life with someone else, you know your answer. Yeah. Like there's no going back from that. Yeah. And the same kind of with friendships where you, someone will get planted in your life or you'll have an interaction with someone that you get like a little spark of a new friendship arises and you're like, oh, they made me feel really good. And yeah. I feel re-energized after leaving we that little things chat. in common. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just don't forget the universe will plant little seeds around you to really get you that extra push to let go. Yeah, definitely. Moving on from the new opportunities, you kind of will start to distance yourself, whether you realise it or not. You'll mm. start to distance yourself. You'll start to separate yourself. And this is this can cause the ultimate realisation that you need to let go. Yeah. You need to let go of this. You need to let go of this particular thing that's holding you back from growing. And then you start to sort of prioritise your own needs. You start to do more things for yourself, go to more events or do do more things that bring you fulfilment, whether it's with different people or in a different environment or trying new things. It can be anything. Um, and then you sort of – that intuition and that gut feeling gets strong, like stronger Ooh, yeah. than ever when you've distanced yourself, when you've sort of – when you realise, once you've distanced yourself, when you realise when you're by yourself or around a different environment and you go, wow, I have not felt that feeling in a long time, what yeah. has changed? And it's whether it's the environment that you're in, it's the people that you've put yourself around, it's the change of workplace, it's there's always something and you go, ah, like yeah. this is where your intuition, your gut kicks in and goes, hey, like have a look at what's in your life right now 
and yeah. have a look at how you felt when you were in this place or in this situation or with this person. Yeah. And then with breakups as well, with like breakups and with partners, it's pretty common especially for females to break up emotionally before mm. they break up physically. So this is where you you take that separation further and you sort of go through the breakup while you're in the bre- while you're still in the relationship, yeah. which I've done. Yep, previously. So and I've gone through all the emotions and then when I left it wasn't actually that difficult. It was difficult like in its own right, but you go through that emotional – you go through all the emotions before you actually physically leave. Yeah. And then the last sort of thing about the the whole letting go process is you you start to question when the right time is, when, when the right time to let go is the right time to kick that thing out of your life. Um, you, you go through, oh, is this the right time? Is this the right time? Everything happens in divine timing. As yeah. Tish is a big advocate and so am I for divine timing – it, it'll just happen in the right timing for you. And it, it, really might, will. it might not be instant, it might not be in the next week, but it, it'll happen when it's meant to happen. So yeah, with that, with that divine timing, I've wrote down here, your soul already, already has all the answers. If you're already questioning, you have your answer. Yeah. If you go, oh, is this the right time? Like, oh, like you're really umming and ahhing about it. The, the universe has kicked in and gone, and giving you an opportunity to reflect and think and al- align everything and just get all your little things in order. Get all your ducks in a row. That's it. Yeah. And then it's going, yep, when you're ready. Go, mm-hmm. when you're ready, when yeah. you're ready. Like your 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 soul's got a written contract. You you already know. Yeah. Like you and know. <laughs> yeah, you know. So we're going to discuss now how the process of letting go looks different for the different relationships in your life. Like we mentioned before, we've got friendships, our partners, self, family, workplace slash career. We're going to focus on friendships first. And I found a really good quote for this. It also relates to relationships as a whole, but yeah. Remember that people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Everything can be a lesson. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. people are not meant to stay for the whole long run to see all your successes and all your fails. You're going to have to let go in between that time. Yeah, and And it's going to sometimes (laughs) be really, 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 really hard because you, it could like letting go of a friendship that's been with you forever can sometimes be all that you've known and you're like it, it's daunting to to sort of go through all those emotions and just decide oh this person really isn't adding any value to my life mm. anymore and as much as that sucks and as much as they used to be the person I went to and the person that brought me the most fulfillment in terms of friendship they're not anymore and but letting go of that friendship just op- only just opens another door for something else to come in, something, someone better, someone more suited to your your path and your values and your sort of wants in life at that time. It is hard because with friendships, it does suck coming to the realisation that, wow, you don't serve my high yeah. purpose anymore and I no longer get that fulfillment or and you don't add that value. And I almost feel like friendships take longer to sort of make like realizing that you need to let go of a friendship takes longer than realizing that you need to let go of a part like a, a relation exactly relationship because you sort of don't see friendships as something that can that you can let go of. I don't know. I feel like there's so yeah. there's a it's kind of a stigma around keeping hold of friendships most definitely it's easier to break up with a partner than to break up with a friend yeah because breaking up with a friend almost seems like a foreign concept because it's not talked about enough I feel like it really isn't talked about enough going through friendship breakups because there is for example when you break up with a partner it's literally called a breakup yeah but when you break up with a friend it's not called oh i broke up with manet no and they'll be like what oh you're in a relationship no no like she was my friend but she's not my friend anymore yeah like that's 
that's yeah, there's not no, how there's we no talk about it. <laughs> term and it's not sort of like a widely accepted thing to sort of break up with friends. Mm. People are like, why aren't you friends with them anymore? It's like, well, because they didn't really yeah. bring anything to my life. They didn't add any value to my life anymore. They did no hard feelings now but they just weren't for me anymore and that's okay. And it definitely is hard because because it is a bit foreign and people would be like, oh, like you're just a dog mate. Yeah. But it's, it is so okay and it is so fine to distance yourself and to separate yourself from something that no longer brings you value or no longer brings you fulfilment. Well, like is holding back your growth. Exactly. Yeah. It's only going to stint your growth at the end of the day yeah but yeah that that process of letting go of a friendship is really hard I feel like it's harder to recognize than a relationship yeah yeah. because in a relationship you have the intimacy you've got all these other aspects that you don't necessarily have within the friendship and in friendships you sort of have the different types of friendships where you go to for different things and we've talked about this before in our in our friendships episode but you sort of have those 10 in one friends those two in one friends those and like a friend that is a like a two in one or a one like a a, a friend you just go out with it's kind of hard because you don't really spend that much time with them yeah. where you where you can pick up on those emotions and those sort of thoughts of hey this person's not actually adding any value to my life those types of friends, I, I would say you just kind of distance naturally. Yeah. But like a friend that's a 10 in one, holy shit, that's going to be like, that's got to be a hard friendship breakup. It's a really hard pill to swallow when mm-hmm. you realise, when you come to that realisation, oh, like I am going to have to slowly let yeah. go. And look, there is different types of letting go. Ghosting. I don't necessarily agree with. I don't like ghosting. Especially with, honestly, especially with anything, it is really hard to just accept ghosting as a good way of letting go. Mm -hmm. However, there's an exception. If you have clearly, clearly set boundaries within the friendship or the relationship, you've clearly set boundaries, you've had these talks and you keep going over and over and over again and you have kind of exhausted and you are just absolutely burnt down and they are abusive and they have torn you to shreds and you've exhausted every single other option it is okay to go no contact just go cold turkey yes it really is if it's if it is like emotionally or even physically like abusive within the friendship or the relationship it's okay yeah ghosting is now acceptable because no one deserves that no but yeah, it's it's definitely harder with friendships. I think friendships are one of the hardest kind of pills to swallow to and to let go of. It really yeah. is. Because with also if you don't have many friends, you're like, well, if I let go of this friend, who it's kind of scary. It is. It's definitely yeah. scary because right. are you holding on to that friendship because it's familiar and mm. you feel it's the like sense. a safe space? It is. It's a safe space. It's comfort. It's a familiar feeling at the yeah. end of the day. But... Are you holding on to that and is it because you're scared to step into the unknown and you're scared of potentially being alone? You Mm. have to come with acceptance that you will be alone maybe for a period of time. You might not be alone but there might be a time where you feel like you're going to be alone. Mm. It always gets way better, way better. The, The good karma comes back tenfold. Once you let go of that one negative thing, one negative or one thing that is no longer fulfilling you, it brings in five to ten things that are going to fulfill you and bring you to a higher purpose or align you more with your path. Yeah, exactly. But let's go back to the sort of letting go of a friendship and feeling like you're going to be alone. And we can link that as well to partners and romantic relationships because when you sort of make that realisation that, hey, this partner might not be for me, you get really scared that you're going to be alone. But if you have that support system in your life and those friendships and that family in your life, you won't be alone and you will lean on those people and it's okay to lean on those people in the times of in 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 the times of need and in mm. the times of sort of you need sort of like reassurance and, and comfort when you're going through a breakup, I suppose, and letting go of someone so close to you. But 
if you have those relationships and those friendships, you will be able to lean on them and you won't be alone and stuff will come into your life, as Tish was saying, better. Like yep. like when you let go of something that's not for you anymore, there'll be five to ten new things that come in. Yeah. Yeah. Come back tenfold. Ten, come back tenfold and you'll find someone that is much more suited to you and I haven't really found that person yet but that's okay. <laughs> I've done so much work on myself and that's sort of what I've let go of so much stuff that I've been through and so many relationships and and I've let go of a few friendships this year um, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to come back in and, and I know it will in, in its own timing, in divine timing. I feel very confident in myself and very... I don't know, feel very grounded and very centred. I feel happy. I feel fulfilled right now um, in my relationship life, not necessarily my work life at the moment, (laughs) but that's okay. So, yeah, with the relationships, it looks a little different to your friendships because, well, you've got that romantic side. You've got that intimacy. You've got kind of where it's when you have your downfalls or your fallouts with friends, you go to your partner. partner. (laughs) Mm, So it's, it's really hard because you feel like you will no longer have that support network. And yeah. And they're the ones you go to sort of every day. I mean, everyone's partnership is different, but realistically you go, you stay with your partner most nights of the week and you, and you go home to them after work and you go home to them after your, your girls nights out and your your partner's there so losing that person or sort of realizing that maybe you need to let go of that person is scary and daunting yeah and but that's okay and it's normal mm. to for it to feel scary and daunting and it's normal to go through the emotions afterwards as well you're not immune to it no one's immune to the emotions of a breakup yeah especially like any breakup any friend breakup part like romantic breakup family breakup like or even breaking up with yourself you can be like you can lose yourself as well and it's hard because with the relationship side and with letting go it doesn't have to be an awful relationship it doesn't have to be a toxic relationship it just could be that it no longer serves you and no longer is fulfilling and you could be on a different path Mm -hmm. you could literally have nothing against your loved one or your partner you know, they could have done nothing wrong, but at the end of the day, you know, when that intuition and that gut feeling really kicks in that you feel like, I feel this like this is... person is not for me anymore. That's a hard pill to swallow as it's well. Also and it's also really hard because you feel like you would be letting that person down, but you're letting yourself down more by staying. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely is a hard pill to swallow because things say you maybe haven't had an argument in a while and this is where it's hard because we can kind of start to arc up and start to try and cherry pick and find things and create a reason and create a reason Mm. to let go but there could be no reason you know it's really it's okay it's okay if you feel like it's just time to move on and yeah. it's so time time to go on your own kind of self-discovery and your own journey. Like it's completely okay. On yeah. the flip side, when you have that toxic side and when it can be abusive emotionally, physically, mentally, that is a reason to let go. But then on that flip side, when you've got no reason to let go, doesn't mean that you should hold on. If you're in a relationship that's toxic and that is abusive or that's like controlling I don't know I feel like it's it's hard to also realize that you need to leave as well because that other person could have such a control and such a influence on your behaviors and mind and emotions and thoughts that you might not realize what you actually think I've been in that position as well where I kind of lost myself and kind of didn't realize what I actually thought until I separated myself until I pulled myself out of that and realized what was going on (laughs) and then I realized hold on I need to let go (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so we have rambled on about friendships and relationships we're going to quickly touch on self and family and workplace so (laughs) so with our family it is even harder (laughs) I feel like family is quite literally the hardest yeah because you feel obligated 
to yes. keep them in your life. It is. Yes. Uh, because they are blood related and it can become a bit of a murky waters. Like it becomes yeah, a bit. you trot on you a few people's toes. Yeah. You don't particularly know. You don't really know boundaries as such. No. There it's hard to set boundaries as well. It's harder to set boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. It's harder to define your character almost. Like it's harder to be like. This is me. This is, these are my boundaries. Yeah. This is what because I they want. They don't really take it for what it is because they are your family. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's it is hard. It's difficult because mm. they're also another foreign concept. Uh, look, it's not a foreign concept, but family breakups. When I say family breakups, I don't necessarily mean like divorce. No, I don't mean like physically blood. written written in paper. I mean. <laughs> You just end up separating yourself and going, this is my path. You can accept it and you can join and join me and join me on my successes and, you know, celebrate and support or you can go the other way. Yeah, family. I personally haven't been through like a close family breakup as such or like removed anyone, removed myself from anyone's life, but I've definitely distanced myself from... I think unintentionally distance myself just because of I'm busy and I, I do what I want to do and the people, certain people don't really fit into what I want to do and that's okay. But also it's r- kind of hard to set those boundaries with certain, like with family members because it also depends on the person as well and depends, depends on how they are as a character and family are not people you choose in to be in your life. Mm. They are people that you're born into. So you might not get along with everyone in your family, but that's pretty normal too. And I'm sure lots of people have their own stories with that. Mm. I mean, mm. with the – sorry, this is me going woo-woo, but we – we all choose – look, we don't choose our family, but we also chose our family. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. on like a whole other spiritual side, we have – chosen our particular families and people around us for a reason uh it's mainly for a lesson or for a divine path yeah so that's also something yeah it's all part of your soul it's all 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 part of your part yeah part of your soul contract yeah so family is not really that deep we're not going to really jump into that we kind of just brushed over that we're going to go into workplaces now dive a little bit into that because we've both had some experiences with that one Mm. Um, with workplace, it is easy and hard at the same time. Yes, it's easy to up and quit for some people, but yeah. for some people, you feel you have that obligation and you feel like, oh, well, they're relying on they're me. Relying, yeah. They need me. You feel like you owe it to them. You feel like you are holding up the team, maybe. Mm-hmm. But those doors will still open, Bestie. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> We kind of already touched on this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they're still going to trade. They're still going to do their thing. Like you are – if you – it's different if you're – if you have your own business and you're you're providing a service or something like that. It was like a small business or something like that. Yeah. It, but if you're working, I'm sorry, but if you're working for the big corps, you have an employee ID number and that's there for a reason. That's there for a damn reason. (laughs) Yep. Uh, that was that wasn't just generated personally for you, babe. That no. was just the next number no. in line. I've had um, two experiences with a big corp- two big corporations that I've um, been numbers at, and I really struggled to leave, and I really struggled to move on from them and let them go because I felt like they were relying on me in a sense because I had been there for so long and I was had a decent amount of hours at that place, but. I, they really weren't. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's hard because this is where workplace relationships and when you have – sometimes yeah. you could have really strong relationships within that workplace. Friendships, yeah. So we form kind of an attachment and it makes it even harder to let go because we are not leaving the work itself but we are leaving the people. I think that, that was the hardest part of yeah. both of my workplace, workplace. changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And – but then on the opposite side where you have the people and the, it can be a bit toxic and they could even guilt guilt trip you into yeah. staying and into feeling like you aren't enough and that you aren't kind of 
doing enough. Like yeah, you owe more. You owe more than what yeah. you already are doing. Which is a toxic, toxic thing. Yes, <laughs> it is. So it's workplace can be – it's kind of got two scales, two opposite ends. Yeah. But just, you know, if you're listening to this and you work for possibly a big corp or you're working for a company that – You're not – you're not being valued fulfilled. at and you're not being fulfilled. Like the main thing is if you want to wake up and you want to feel good and you want to feel like, heck you're yeah. You're excited to go I to work. I can't wait to do this or I can't wait to learn about this. and mm-hmm. I can't wait to provide this service. If you are not feeling those feelings, it's okay to leave. It's yeah. okay to let go. Yeah, and if you're feeling like it's a chore to get up and get out of bed and to go to this work workplace and if you're feeling like it's just another paycheck at the end of the day at the end of the week and it's not like not worth it oh my god that is like the biggest sign in itself that it's probably not the workplace for you and it'll drain you so much more in the long run if you just if you keep sticking at and keep waking up every day dreading every day at work your mental health will suffer man and I we've both been there me Tisha and I've both been in that mental health like loop yeah where it just keeps going down and down and down and then we've changed and it's gotten better exactly and if if you're holding on because of money you you are set in a scarcity mindset I'm sorry you lose you kind of lose your sense of self and you You lose what you actually value as a person um if you start to crave money and are greedy for money yeah exactly yeah. yeah it it really does put you in a scarcity mindset and you're you're in a lack of like you have a lack of money you're focusing on everything that you don't have don't have rather than everything that you do have mm-hmm. so just something to be mindful of, mindful of if you're holding on because of the money aspect it long term it won't be worth it it won't be f- fulfilling mm-hmm. and your everything that is meant for you will won't be there at your door waiting because yeah. you aren't you know kind of seeking it and you aren't ready to level up to that next level. No, and if you pull yourself out of that scarcity mindset and that lack of mindset and take yourself out of the mindset that I need money, and you'll realize that that job is not fulfilling you and you need to let go. You will let go, and then you'll find something that does fulfill you and your mindset is more than likely to flip and mm. and you won't be in this lack of mindset. You'll be in abundance. Yep. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, my God, I have this now. I have maybe even free – I've got more free time. Like yeah. you it'll, start to attract just, yeah. everything that you wish you had from gaining that money. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to quickly flip into self. Self is a very deep concept that me and Mon will definitely touch on in a whole other like episode. we need to do a whole episode on self. Yeah, but yeah. – breaking up with self we're just going to quickly touch on it we're not going to go too crazy Mm -hmm. breaking up with self is is complex um Mm -hmm. it has a lot to do with our ego our inner child our inner child with old versions of us with Mm -hmm. past experiences it's really it's very difficult and but once you achieve it you're unstoppable you really are yeah you're that mindset once you achieve that letting go of all of those past versions of yourself that ego that inner child that victim you your mindset is literally un you it can't be torn down yeah you go from victim mindset to creator mode yeah so you're no longer going pity me poor me you're now creating the life that you always wish that you could have had back in that victim yeah. mindset. Yeah, and the victim mindset, um, it, it's pretty complex too, but it, to sort of explain it, um, for say childhood trauma, for example, if you have childhood trauma, the a lot of people tend to sort of carry that with them through their life and sort of consider themselves a victim of childhood trauma through their whole life and, and judge their reactions and stuff based off their childhood trauma. But sort of acknowledging that that is your childhood trauma and acknowledging that the child in you was the victim and you are not the victim now Mm. is so powerful because, yes, you were a victim to childhood trauma, but you're not now. You're not a child anymore and you're not defined by that anymore. You have the power to make 
something for yourself that is so powerful and so like uplifting and empowering and encouraging to other people as well um, and to yourself and you have the power to create the life that you have always wanted and that fulfills you if you pull yourself out of that victim mindset. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just just letting go and accepting yeah, and letting just go. letting it all go. I've got this little quote here where it says, you become the best version of yourself when you work on things that people can't take away from you. You work on your mindset, character, individuality, transparency and intellect. The real upgrade is nothing material will get you to the next level, which it's really hard with yourself letting go of also the materialistic things mm-hmm. that you crave for yourself, whether it's kind of money, fame, like whatever it is. Letting go of that is sometimes for people is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And it takes... It's like an ego thing. It is. It is. Yeah. It really is an ego thing. But w- working on things that do fulfill you like within is something that... some no one can take away from no you. No one can tear down. I, no, I yeah. can't take away from Monet her knowledge. I can't take away her character. I can't – I can try and copy it. I can try and mimic it, but I could never be her. Yeah. And that's powerful in itself. The fact that she is a whole individual and she has, you know, done her shedding and she has peeled off all these little layers of the onion of herself, <laughs> I can't take that away from her. No. Like – and I can't take anything away from, from Tish either. Like I can't take away the strength and the mindset she has and and everything and, and sort of getting to that point and realising that your mindset is the most powerful thing and letting go of the past versions of yourself and the old, the victim and then the old versions is so powerful. Yeah. It really will bring you to the next level. So as you know, we decided to only do two parts this episode. Yes. So sorry about that. It was, we finished filming just then and we're like, oh wow, the time is flying by. Yeah. And we still had a whole other segment to go. Yeah. So we, we're going to not rush it and not skip over any points and give you the most information we can. Yeah. (laughs) And especially with that last segment to do with the spiritual side of it and the post letting go, it's gives us time to kind of have that freedom of being able to express how we like really deeply feel in yeah, the whole spiritual we side. we are very passionate about that sort of stuff. We are. So we yeah. don't, we don't want to shorten it just to fit it in the episode. Yeah. But as you know, we're going to do our weekly recommendation. Yes. So my weekly rec is a bit of a very off topic, irrelevant one to the episode topic this <laughs> week, but... My, it's a skincare product, it's a skincare brand because my skin got really, really bad when I got my IUD out as well. Also updated with that, that's going pretty well. My hormones are all over the shop, but my skin got really bad and I was like, what the, what the heck? My, I wasn't eating the best either, but I also wasn't really looking after my skin and I was like, I need something to get something out of my pores. Um, so I went into the lovely Aesop ladies at Pacific Fair and if you're watching the video, this is the bag that they give you. They spray it with a little fragrance. They give you little testers and it's a cute little skincare bag. It's called Aesop, so A-E-S-O-P, if anyone's heard of it. Tish actually got me onto it. I did. Tish religiously uses that brand I now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I want to try. So I got a, a clay face mask, a chamomile clay face mask to sort of dull the redness and a toner because I don't have a toner in my routine and I use a cleanser I'm I'm getting better at my skincare but I want to add to my collection it'll come it's pretty expensive but it is so worth it and that is my weekly rec Mm. Aesop skincare or a decent skincare brand that is natural and sort of has the potency to get into your um pores yeah Yeah. I I use Aesop as well I can definitely I'm a I'm a I'm a pre- I preach ASAP now. Yeah. I and this is my little skincare bag I carry with me everywhere now. It's got everything in it. Skincare and they are so nice. They are <laughs> the ladies. They oh literally like they walk you out of the shop when you yeah. leave. They are the ASAP. I don't know what they're feeding their staff there. They have a serious hiring process. They are the loveliest people ever, and they help you and they know their shit. Yeah, every ASAP work I've come across, they actually are very helpful. They know exactly what they're talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, 
I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, know. Know, I don't know what you're feeding them at ASOP, like, but I'm my, here for it. This is working. My skin looks so much better if you can see it on the camera. Mm. I was breaking out all over my forehead on my cheeks and now like a week and a half later – there's not really much going on at all and mm. it's... That's I, a very short, yeah. short turnaround as well. Yeah. So. yeah. That's great. My weekly rec is nothing tangible, nothing physical. I'm not going to give you a task, but I'm going to leave you with a couple of quotes. I said this previously in the episode. I'm going to leave you with people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Everything does... Just because someone, someone comes in doesn't mean it's going to be permanent. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Letting go is also letting in what you're going to let go is going to come back tenfold and let in abundance and all these magnificent things that are going to help you further onto your journey and onto your more divine path yeah so please 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 remember that and my last one is rejection is redirection i've really had a big focus on that um recently because Sometimes when you're letting go, when you feel like you have to let go, it can feel like a form of rejection because you could feel like I have failed a bit here. Mm. That's not the case. Rejection is just redirection. What is meant for you will come. Just trust the process. Letting go and actually letting go and realising that is the strongest thing you can do for yourself and it makes you stronger and it gives you back the power yeah as in a sense and it's so it's so good it's so powerful and it's so encouraging and it brings in so much newness it it really does newness it's awesome so yeah just remember those three also please just remember no one is perfect and there is no rule book for letting go there is no expectations anyone puts on you it's it's all a self journey it's all self self-development and you might not get it perfect the first go or the second go or the third go but it's all lessons yeah and that's okay and be kind to yourself yeah that's it be kind to yourself yeah anyway guys thank you guys so much for listening we laughed and we cried and now we say goodbye and we will see you next week for our segment three and everything wrapped up in next episode for the part two of this one yes Yes. but love always monantish my dad Still my line again, the fuck? I did that last week. The fuck?